Esther, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak to the wonderful Emma Rinshaw. We discuss the effects of life and loss on her writing strategy, her love of tortured and broody characters, the power of positivity and gratitude, and her rock-solid writing buddy, Stoney. Good morning, Emma! Good morning, Willow. How are you? I'm doing really well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. I'm so excited to talk to you. You already sound so fun. Yay. I'm so excited, too. I love your podcast. Do you? So I really, really do. And I'm just thrilled. Thank you so much for listening. Of course. Where are you located? I'm in Dallas, in Texas. All right. Yeah. What have you been up to this morning? I got uh, some words in and I am on an editing deadline. So the first thing I do in the morning whenever I wake up around like five, I write for one hour. Whatever I get in that hour is what I get. Mm -hmm. And then I move on to editing for the rest of the day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That is a great plan, but that just, yeah, sounds like a hard day. (laughs) It is. It is. But the one hour helps me keep flowing in like the second story. Mm -hmm. If I stop, then I just lose myself. <laughs> yeah. So you're, are you working on Ember? Or are you working on something else? I am working on Ember for edits. Mm-hmm. And then I am writing in book two in that series. And that one's called Ignite. Ignite. Okay. I was going to ask if this is going to be a series. Yes. Standalone series, but yes, series. Well, tell us everything. Tell us about Ember, tell us about your writing career. Oh, okay. Yay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Ember is the first book in the Burn series. And kind of how I got the idea for it. Well, first of all, I really love like tortured and broody like mm-hmm. people in my books. <laughs> yes, yes. They're just, they're my favorite to read. They're my favorite to write. And I had this idea for this devastating tragedy that like happened in a small town and how it affected all these characters like throughout the rest of their life. And Mm. so that thing is a bonfire accident, like right after their senior year of high school, having like just graduated, lots of people died, lots of people were severely injured. Oh my goodness. And just like how it like affects them. Some of them like carry the guilt Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And so in this series, the prologue, And each book is going to be the bonfire from each character's perspective and like what happened to them that night. And then it goes through each of their stories. And I, I'm so excited for this series. It sounds I'm loving so it. good. Thank you. And it releases um, April 21st? Yes, April okay. 21st. So this will be airing April 30th. So it will be out already by the time everyone's hearing this. Oh, so exciting. Yay. Yes. I can't wait for it to be out in the world. Do you have any muses for this story? I don't. I always try to find my muse. They just like pop into my head. Yeah. Like my characters pretty much come to me like full fledged, like how they look, how they are in my head. And then sometimes I try to find muses, but sometimes it's hard to like with exactly what I like. But actually for Ember, I guess it was a little bit different because before I started writing, I knew what I wanted and I found a picture from Wander. And I just fell in love with that picture. Mm. And I was like, this is it. This This is is going to be my cover. (laughs) And this, I guess this is what they look like now. (laughs) 
That's fun. I'm looking at yeah. it again. To yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I was really, really happy with that picture, and I just fell in love with it as soon as I saw it. And I emailed him right away and was like, "Need this, please." <laughs> <laughs> well, what's got you started writing? Did you have you always been a writer? I have always been a writer. I mean, as far back as I can remember, I was, you know, writing on like construction paper with crayons. I I mean, my whole life I've been writing stories, telling stories, making them up. And I've always been a little dramatic as my parents (laughs) like to say. (laughs) So it's pretty much been a lifelong dream for me. I can remember whenever I read Harry Potter, I was seven. And that was the first time that I was like, a real human wrote this. Mm, like somebody yes. that's alive wrote this. Um, and I was like, I want to do that. What an incredible series. And so like, you. since I was seven, I'm like, I'm going to be an author. I'm going to be an author. <laughs> what is your routine when you're, when you're not having an editing deadline? When I don't have an editing deadline, I still like to wake up really early. Mm-hmm. And I... I need to write like first thing in the morning with as least distractions as possible. That's just how I work best. It's taken me a long time to figure that out, but I finally figured that out. So, and I try to write between like 2000 and 3000 words a day and I can usually get that in under three hours. So by like eight or nine in the morning, I'm done with the writing and I can move on to admin stuff. And then if later in the day I write for 30 minutes, then awesome. I get another 500 words or Mm -hmm. whatever. And that schedule is actually pretty new to me. I used to be a binge writer. I would write 10 to 14,000 words a day, like insane, write my books in like a week. And then, I mean, the past like year, year and a half of my life has been a Lots of a roller coaster, I guess. Really? Like, up and down. Yeah. I mean, lots of family deaths, lots of Aww. just family crises. So um, I really needed to like restructure because I was having so much trouble writing during that time. Mm-hmm. And I was also a pantser, and my mind was just like, I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. So I've kind of reformed those ways, and I'm now a plotter. <laughs> That's amazing. And it really, really helps. <laughs> It really helps. What inspired you? I would say just author friends that I knew um, were plotters. I listened to podcasts, um, like, you know, your podcast with people that had been on saying that they plotted and that it helps. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Alessandra, I started to use her note card method. And that's just how I got into the plotting of it. And so every day I know what I'm writing and I don't have an excuse to not get it done. That's awesome. It really helps. So when something happens in the family or whatever, like I'm taking care of it early in the morning and then I can focus on other things if I need to. The thought of being done at eight or nine in the morning is absolutely (laughs) amazing. (laughs) That sounds like a dream. It has truly helped me. And I'm not a morning person and I don't drink coffee So it took some time to get used to waking up that early. I like really needed to like adjust my life, but it was truly like for the best. I was, you know, started to feel burned out and Mm -hmm. I was just having so much personal things in my life. I really needed to find like a set schedule 
that was accomplishable every day. I'm so glad you found something that's working for you. That's thank really you. good to hear. And oh, inspiring. thank you so much. What do you love about this career? Oh my gosh, everything. I do a gratitude journal every morning whenever uh-huh. I wake up. And every single day on there is that I get to live my dream. I mean, as I said, like, this is what I've wanted my entire life. Everybody that knows me knew this is what I wanted to do. I've never been shy about that. Mm -hmm. And I get to do it like every day. I get to wake up every day and live in my character's heads and write. And writing is kind of like breathing for me. I am a much happier person whenever Mm -hmm. I write every day. I'm like, (laughs) just, even keel whenever I write every day. It just makes my life so much smoother, no matter what's happening. Yeah. So Catherine Cowles mentioned she loves you, first of all. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's my bestie. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. And then I, I posted that I was doing this today and she messaged and was like, oh, you're gonna love her so much. And (laughs) yeah, <laughs> and she mentioned your dog Stony. Oh yes, and my I baby. saw his picture on Instagram, and he's so cute. Thank you, thank you. He is my baby, Aww. and he's hilarious and very grumpy. <laughs> and <laughs> doesn't I mean he has such a big personality and he is just himself and not like normal dogs. <laughs> what kind of dog is he? He's a pit bull mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. He looks very stern. He is. He is so. <laughs> he is so so stern and so so serious. You know, like he is not that dog that plays with others. If there's another dog around him, he sticks his nose in the air and refuses to look at them. Oh my! <laughs> Absolutely refuses to acknowledge that there's another dog in his presence, nor <laughs> that another dog exists in the world. And he doesn't always like to be pet. It's only on his terms Mm -hmm. when he wants it. But other than that, he's just like, leave me alone and let me sleep. (laughs) Does he keep you company while you're writing or is he elsewhere? So my husband actually works from home too. So he and my husband's office is upstairs and mine is downstairs. So he switches back and forth between us um, pretty frequently. And then sometimes he also hangs out by himself in the media room and it's really funny because he'll go upstairs with my husband in the morning and then when my husband comes out of his office and Stoney hears it he also comes down the stairs at lunchtime and it's like they're like <laughs> clocking in and out together <laughs> cute <laughs> it's adorable <laughs> Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance-related, from book club-style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now, let's get back to our interview. So, we're talking on... March 16th. Yes. And this is the day around here that things have kind of 
started to really shut down. Yes. And I'm hoping by the time this airs that things will have calmed down and be more peaceful and healthy. Oh my goodness, me too. What do you see happening for you during this time with this time at home? Oh, it's... Or will it change anything? Well, I mean, we both work from home, so that hasn't really changed. But my mother-in-law, who lives very close to us and who I see frequently, is in a high-risk group. So we Mm. are being as careful as possible to, you know, not spread anything we are staying at home unless we need something from the store or anything Mm -hmm. like that and I have the sniffles so we've decided and I'm I'm like 99.9% sure it's just my allergies which are crazy here in Texas right now um but I'm like we're just gonna stay home we're not gonna go see your mom honey like let's just let's just be safe you know (sighs) but it's it's crazy I mean more and more shutting down you know, mm-hmm. they just canceled the state testing here, which is always like, a oh, yeah, a really big deal. The schools are closing. And I I was personally shocked whenever they, uh, you know, shut baseball down. I'm a huge baseball fan. Are you? <laughs> I am. I'm a Who's huge your base- team? The Texas Rangers. <laughs> and okay. my hero in Ember is a professional baseball player. Nice. And my book, the book is actually dedicated to the Texas Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, like last year we were season ticket holders and we decided not to this year, which we're thankful for now because we have no idea what's going to happen with that. But I mean, normally, even when we aren't season ticket holders, we go to maybe like 20 to 30 games a season. I feel bad for you. You're going to miss your love. Yes, I am missing one of my loves, but I totally understand it and I'm happy for it. You know, I want to flatten that curve. Mm -hmm. My sister is a police officer, so I'm definitely worried about her too, like out on the streets and as many people as she comes in contact with every day. And I'm just hoping that she's going to be just fine. Oh my goodness. The story she must have. Oh my God. Wow. Yes. Does she ever (laughs) give you inspiration? (laughs) She does. And I also call her often and I'm like, so if this happened, what would it be? That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, it's it's really great. And I'm thankful that she, you know, puts up with my like millions of questions and <laughs> doesn't, you know, ask whenever I'm like, so if somebody is murdered. <laughs> <laughs> you can never get arrested for what you've Googled because you've asked her. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's do a fast five. Yes. Ask you questions. You know how it goes. I love it. Thank you for listening. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. What did you have for dinner last night? What did I have for dinner last night? (laughs) Oh, I had some um, chicken and bean pupusas. They were delicious. Yes. Oh, you've got such good food there, Mexican food. We do. We do have really good food. And my husband is Mexican, and so just the food from his family, oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) So good. What are your favorite places to eat there? This is a new random Fast Five question. 
I live in a little town called Mansfield and there's this place called Jalisco's Mm. and it is so, so good. But for barbecue, if you are in Dallas, go into Deep Ellum and get Pecan Lodge. It is the best barbecue I have ever had. My husband and I love barbecue. We will Mm -hmm. go on random road trips throughout Texas and try these like tiny little barbecue places. And that is hands down my favorite. All right, back to the normally programmed fast five questions. <laughs> One of yes. your top five books. Um, Sweet Temptation by Casey Lynn. Dream Destination. Oh, I think Fiji. Anywhere with like white sand beaches, mm. crystal clear water, and like a hut over the water. Ooh. Yes, please. Sign mm-hmm. me up. <laughs> One surprise article from your purse. I am. Uh, Probably receipts from like a year ago (laughs) that should not be in there that I just toss in there. Um, I, I carry it. I, it's kind of funny. I carry really big purses a lot of the time with like nothing in them. Really? Like I don't carry a lot with me, but I love big purses, (laughs) but they're empty. That's funny. (laughs) Do you have any signings planned for this year? I am going to Authors in the Bluegrass nice. in Kentucky. Yes, I'm so excited for that. And I'll be assisting Catherine at a Book Bonanza. Oh, Catherine yes. who? Cowls. Ah, mm-hmm. sweet. Yes. Random question of the day. Okay, what nope. are your thoughts on dancing? <sighs> I love to dance. You? <laughs> I I do. I am a terrible, terrible <laughs> dancer. I have two left feet, but oh my gosh, I love to dance. That's I so dance fun. while I cook. I dance while I do the dishes. Aww. I dance in the shower. I dance all over the place. You're so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. You know, I have been so, so nervous about this, but... Aww. I'm actually excited now, but Yay. I'm going to prepare you. My okay. voice is terrible. That's all right. I have a little bit of a tickle, so it's going to be even worse. Okay. But we're going to do it. We can get through this. How about, oops, I did it again. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Where are we starting? Um. Oh, baby, baby. Uh, did it again i played with your heart got lost in the game she's oh baby baby (laughs) um i really don't know this song very well Uh, okay what's a song that like i feel like everybody knows like ain't no mountain high enough all right let's sing ain't no mountain high enough hey let's do it are you ready i'm ready Okay. Cause baby, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, babe. <laughs> oh, Nate's doing the repeat. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, babe. <laughs> oh, man. I think we should go on the road. We should. <laughs> we would kill it. We would. 
You could dance too. Yes, I can dance, show off my moves, maybe a little yes. sprinkler action. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You've been so fun to talk to. Thank you so much. This was so wonderful. And I really appreciate you listening. Yes, I love it so much. I do oh. it when I listen while I go on my walks and it's totally inspiring for me. Like whenever I need to dive back in, I love it. Well, thank you. And you have You're inspired welcome. me with how you have totally revamped your writing s- schedule. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you're giving me something to aspire to. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That's yes. really nice to hear. Well, have a great rest of the day. You too. Stay healthy. I hope everything is just fine up there and that we all continue to just flatten that curve. Well, take care. I will look for you in August. Yay! Can't wait. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, she is a breath of fresh air. I loved her. Everybody read Ember. It released... April 21st. Go buy it. Have a great week, you guys. Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.